It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to At Locked On Wizards with myself, J.D. Jackson, and my co-host, Ed Oliver. Guys, I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to get into the latest Bradley Bill news. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Is he disgruntled? Is he pissed off? We're going to get into all that. We'll also get into some free agents and things like that. But guys, first, do you love the NBA draft? I almost said NFL you love the NBA Draft, NBA Draft GOAT, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. But guys, we're all here to talk about the Washington Wizards. And we're all here to talk about the duo that is Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. So let's just start off with that. All right. Bradley Beal, he's going to stay. He's going to go. He's going to stay. It changes every five minutes. Who else to ask than my guy, Ed? What is going on with Bradley Beal? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Are these reports bogus? What do you think, man? Yeah, it's getting crazy. I can't wait till Thursday because time will tell. Uh, now they have a press conference tomorrow, so I'm excited for that. Uh, there's a lot of questions that have to be answered from Tommy, uh, even Ted Leonsis, Bradley Bill himself. Bradley Bill, he might as well be on the podium as well and answer some of these questions <laughs> that uh, Tommy Shepard is supposed to ask before the draft. So I can't wait to get some clarification. But now we got some conflicting reports. So we got a report from Sam Amico today said Bradley Bill was ex- expected to remain with the Washington Wizards. And the it's quoted to say that he will remain with the Wizards, according to Jake Fisher of Bleach Report. This is the guy who started all the scuttlebutt, all the rumors. Jake Fisher was the first guy to report that Bradley Bill is interested in the Heat Sixers and the, the uh, Celtics and all the, the Warriors and all these other teams. So it's, it's hard to know who to believe. But, you know, Bradley Bill has come out, you know, he's like, things on Twitter saying that he basically he wants to stay. So I don't know. You know, a lot of a lot of fans now are ready for the rebuild. I myself, I was bracing for the rebuild to see what happens. I think Jake Fisher started the Russell Westbrook rumor to the Lakers too. So this guy yes. has a lot of uh, rumors going on right now. So I, I'm ready to get some clarification to see where we go. Like I said, I'm I'm fine if Brad wants to stay. I respect him. He wants to stay. He, he said he's built like Giannis, where Giannis doesn't want to team up with guys. So I'm, I'm embracing him to come back. But I am realistic, and I am embracing the rebuild, too. The Wizards need to blow this thing up and get some picks from the Warriors and start over, and so be it. You know, it's better to, to start the rebuild quicker than later. So I, I, I understand both sides. Yeah, I definitely get it uh, from that standpoint. What you don't want to do, look, uh, Russell Westbrook fans, Thunder fans, they know all too well. If you wait too long, you might have a guy leave you for the team that beat you for absolutely nothing. <laughs> So, like, I like I get it. Um, I definitely understand from that standpoint. I'm not one to get bent out of shape um, like like it's a sneak disc to Russ or anything like that. Look, I 100% understand that. But I will say this. I have – this is how I do it. You know me. Block them's the rules. That's how I am. 
uh, but I'll put it this way. If, if, a per, if a reporter wants to seem like he has resources all over the nation, those are the reporters I pretty much don't listen to. Um, I just don't. When they have, when they come out with a report, report, you know, on one side of the nation and five minutes later, another report on the other side of the nation, I tend to ignore those people unless it's Woj or Shams um, and trust your local people if that is the case. So if Fred Katz and Chase Hughes comes out and says, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, he only got a year left. So obviously he's weighing his options. But as far as we're concerned, there's no, there's no formal trade request. That's what I'm going with. Um, when you get into those people who have sources in LA, but in DC, but in, in, he also did the Pascal Siakam thing, right? Uh, right. where, you know, he, they're just, he's all over the, he in Canada, the United States, he, he everywhere. Um, <laughs> I tend to leave that stuff alone, but I definitely get the rebuild, um, thing from Wizards fans. Like I get it. They say it's past due anyway. Um, however, I also understand when you get a backcourt di- that dynamic, do you own, I understand saying, well, let's try one more time um, to see what happens. And, you know, Bradley Bill can still assign the extension. Um, I see a lot of people tweeting out, then sign the extension. And I'm like, guys, he can't sign the extension yet right. because they can't offer it to him yet. <laughs> uh, but he, they can offer it to him October 17th. And if he signs the extension, maybe everyone's mind changes. Maybe everyone's like, oh. <laughs> Never mind. Let's not break it all up. Um, yeah, man, I definitely get it. One hundred percent. I I tend to block them's the rules. Yeah, I like what you said. You know, it does it does bring up some bad blood with Russ. You know, guys leaving him for the Warriors. So this would be the second guy that would possibly leave him the Warriors right. if if he does request a trade. I mean, and like you said before, we did finish the season seventeen and six or seventeen and two. Uh, we finished the season on a high note. Now, I'm not going to be delusional and say we're going to make it to the second round or the NBA Finals because of what we did last year. But we, we got to make some changes. We've got to add some guys, bring some guys in through signing trades, free agency, uh, different things like that. So, you know, we'll, we'll name some guys later today uh, that we can bring in through free agency. Now, these are not guys that we're, that we're going to trade for. We'll probably make another episode talking about trades. That right. we but these are some guys that, you know, with, with the money that we have available, we really can only use that mid-level exception for signing, just straight up signing free agents. And if we want to get free agents that make more money than $10 million, the, the mid-level exception, then we're going to have to, you know, do signing trades, maybe trade Bertans and a pick and bring in, you know, some bigger name guys to help us out, some 3 and D guys. So that's what, that's what we'll do later on today. But yeah, I mean, I, I personally would like to see Brad back, but once again, I, I get it. I get, you know, I, I get the rebuild argument as well. I definitely agree. Yeah. So before we get into, so the free agency, we're going to do, we're going to talk about some shooters. We were not good shooting from three. We were ranked 27th in three point attempts. So we'll do that. And then um, after we talk about shooters, we'll talk about some three and D wings. We were really bad defensively. We were ranked dead last in points per game allowed 118 points per game. But uh, before we do that, this episode was brought to you today. This episode is being brought to you today by Built Bar. My favorite flavor is cookies and cream. JD's is double chocolate. Uh, did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious treats? They got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, salt, caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. 
if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. That's the most important thing. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. The promo code is LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Guys, we all know what the Washington Wizards need, right? We need shooters in D.C. So, Ed, I need some shooters, man. (laughs) <laughs> we need some shooters, man. We got Russell Westbrook. We got Bradley Beal with a bunch of non-shooting mugs around <laughs> them. We need some shooters. So let's talk about this. So, like, if we had to choose, I think we said five shooters. Which five shooters are we going to choose? You start number one. Okay. So this is who I like. Um Brandon Forbes, he just opted out of his deal. He might he might go out of our price range with the mid-level of $9.5 million. I don't think he's really worth doing a sign-and-trade for, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, he lit up the Miami Heat. I mean, he basically torched them in that first round. Uh, he shot 45% from the three-point line, 10 points a game, uh, all five attempts per game. He's still pretty young, so I would love to have him just sit in the corner, Russ, Brad, find him, him moving off screens. Um, pin downs, different things like that. I think he he could really help us from the three-point line. I definitely agree with that. He's definitely one of those consistent three-point shooters, and then if he catches fire, he's just on fire. Right. Um, that's was like an ocean. Uh, I like that option as well. Like, so, guys, remember, we're talking about just shooters, pure shooters. Um, so don't get bent out of shape. You know, we know we need Guys that we can afford with the mid-level yes. exception. You know, yes. realistic options. Exactly. Uh, so um, that's what we're talking about. So I think I think Forbes is a great option. I definitely agree. I I I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna make DC Nation uh, hopefully uh, excited. I'm gonna go Garrison Matthews. Look, he's already in DC. Um, I I like Garrison Matthews. I've, I'm a broken record. He moves without the basketball. Um, and he's not afraid to let it fly. So I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Garrison Matthews um, as far as just a pure shooter who can get out there. And, and we're saying he's a pure shooter, but we all know he can he can do some other things as well. Look, Garrison Matthews shot 38% from three um, last season. Uh, I know he had some cold stretches, but 30%, look, that's very respectful in the NBA. I think he shot 41% the year before. Um, so first for career, he shoots 39% from the three-point line. And we, we know, look, he can shoot it from the corners. He can shoot it from above the break, shoot it from the top of the key. He can shoot it from deep. Um, so I'm going to go Garrett and Matthews. Look, I think we have a shooter already in D.C. 
um, and, and utilizing him correctly, coming off screens and pin downs and things like that. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video uh, out. Uh, you know, I got Garrison Matthews to follow me uh, and, and speak to me a little bit on Twitter. Um, and uh, I don't know if you saw the video. He's working on coming off the pin downs and things like that. So, like, I, Garrison Matthews, I'm going to go Garrison Matthews. And I promise it's not because he followed me. I, I think right. I liked him all last season. The guy, he's not afraid he can stroke it. Yeah. I'm a, I like another guy on this list I like is uh, Reggie Bullock. Uh, Reggie Bullock, you know, he was he was good this year. 41% from the three for the New York Knicks. Uh, used to play with the Lakers, went to North Carolina, off of six attempts a game. Uh, I think he's a guy that can definitely space the floor for us. For us. And I like Wayne Ellington. You know, Wayne, Wayne Ellington, he's known for shooting the three. He can't do much else, but he can he can, he can can knock it down for three-point line. Nine points per game this year, which is pretty solid. Just, just a guy to come off the bench and hit threes and space the floor for us. 42% from three off of six attempts this year. So I, I would like to see Wayne Ellington come in on a, on a one-year team-friendly deal, maybe like no more than like four or five million. Yeah, I, I actually really like that. Um, man, Ellison can shoot. Um, and Reggie Bullock, you know, that's my number one addition for the Washington Wizards as far as free agents, period. I might just go get Reggie Bullock. Uh, I just think he, he'd be great for, for the Washington Wizards. Uh, but Wayne Ellington, that's a good sneak peek or sneak uh, pick there. Um, man, like Forrest, he can catch fire. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's an assassin. That's what he does. Um, so I definitely agree with you there. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to go uh, Dougie McFresh, Doug McDermott. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he's he's a little bit like Garrison Matthews where he can do a little bit more than just shoot. Look. Doug McDermott is a little bit better of an athlete than people give him credit for, especially in his college days. Uh, but he can put the ball on the floor and attack a closeout and things like that, but he definitely can fill it up. Um, so I'm going to go Doug McDermott. I think he'd be great. Um, he also, he can shoot it from all over. He's not just a corner specialist or, you know, he can shoot it from everywhere. So I'm definitely going to go Doug McDermott as, uh, as my, uh, as, as another option. So, so far, what we've said, Reggie Bullock, Doug McDermott, uh, Garrison Matthews, Wayne Ellington. Uh, so, yeah, all and, options that we can afford. Definitely. I like, uh, I like, what, I like um, Ben McLemore. I think he's a cheap free agent that we yes. can go get. Uh, play with Russ before with the Rockets. And I uh, played with the Lakers last year. He's a good shooter, 36% from the three. Um, you did mention – you have mentioned Danny Green before. He's been a little inconsistent, but he's a good defender as well. But I, I think he'll probably get out of our – he'll probably be out of our price range too. And I yeah. like Forkon Corkmoss from the Sixers. He yeah. killed us in the playoffs. He torched us 37% from the three off of five three-point attempts a game. I, I like I like Forkon a little bit. He can't put the ball on the floor and do, do a lot, but we just need guys that can shoot the ball. Um, also, another familiar name is uh, Carmelo – Anthony. Now I know he's older, thirty-seven. You know, something to think about. You know, on a one-year deal. You know, he's, he's kind of he's, he's not the he's not he's nowhere near what he used to be. But he averaged thirteen points a game last year with the Blazers, forty percent from the three. Uh, so he, he's still a good scorer, and I think he would bring a veteran presence to the team. And he's not going to cost much. He'd probably be around at the four or five million dollar range too. Maybe in a, he may maybe in a veteran minimum. You never know. I actually don't think that's bad. I I, I actually I actually I like that. I like the locker room presence of it too. And he shot, he sh- it wasn't last season his best shooting, three point shooting season of his career, I believe. 
Uh, so I actually yeah, he was. Yeah, he shot 40% from three. So, yeah, he got even better from the three-point line. Yes. I actually – I like that a lot, actually. I like that. I like that. Um, man, a reun- Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony reunited. Mm-hmm. Bradley Bill, you know. Okay. It's not bad. I don't think he would start, you know, because I don't know how he would fit with – it would be an interesting fit, you know, with Rui and, you know, Daniel Gafford. But he can space the floor. So I think he would come in and fit pretty well. Now, defensively, you know, can Wes Unsell get Carmelo to get down in a stance to defend? You know, we'll see about that because he is older. His, his, you know, he's not moving his feet as quick as he used to. Not that he moved that quick anyway, but uh, <laughs> it would be, you know, Carmelo has never, he's never been known as a defensive guy or, or a fast guy. But, you know, it's something, something to consider. Uh, I know you do like Tony Snell. Yes. Uh, that, that would be a cheap option, too. He's, he's been pretty solid from the free throw line. I think he, he went 100% from the free throw line this year. Didn't shoot many, but he did go 100% from the free throw line this past year. Yeah, I like that option as well. Um, and I, I lean towards, for defensive purposes, every, even though I'm picking shooters, not, even if you're just long, it helps. Uh, and so I think, like, when you surround people like guards on the defensive end, like Russell Westbrook and Beal, even if you have them as pure shooters, just being long helps. Um, and so those Tony Snills and Bullocks, like they're long players, um, which is why I like some of the options we have. But I just think about, I think about, especially if it's in the second unit with Russ, like Russ and Forbes, like he can shoot, but he's undersized. Um, so like, I, I like something like, like mellow. I'm like, he's long. Hopefully he can get on his, get, get down and play some defense, but he's long and, you know, he's, he's not a mismatch. I felt so bad for Neto so many times because I just thought the 76er series is just not a series he can play in. He's just too small, you know? Um, but he's better than having Ish Smith out there with Russ. Uh, but you just kind of had no choice but to play him. But, um, yeah, I think those are all great options. Um, and uh, I definitely um, – Bullock all the way. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, if we if we can afford him, we'll see. Yeah. I would, I would like to get him in too. Uh, so, but before we get into three and D wings, which which is what we need badly, we we got exposed in the playoffs during the regular season with the three guard lineup because we did not have a lot of wings over six foot five that could defend and shoot the three. Uh, we were pretty darn bad shooting the three pointers as well. But before we get to that, uh, this this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing num- numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seamless, seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. They have really good deals. For example, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership when a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but it's only $216 from Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. They have reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need with rockauto.com. 
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so now, guys, we talked about just pure shooters for the most part. Now we're going to talk about what we all want on the Washington Wizards. Next to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal and Wes Ansel Jr., three and D wings. Now, we all know that last year the defense was absolutely, at times, unacceptable. However, they did end, I believe, 20 at the defensive rating. Um, they tend to get, together, get it together at times. They would have stretches where they played defense well, uh, followed by stretches where it wasn't that great. Um, but nonetheless, we saw some progress, but we all know offense. Look, the Washington Wizards are going to score points, but they need to get better on defense. Part of that is what's on sale Junior's job at scheme, but part of that is Tommy Shepard's job. His clock starts again right now for free agency in a couple of days here. Who can he bring in to help with the personnel for the Washington Wizards to be successful? Yeah, uh, the defense got better with Gafford. He saved our season with defensively, but before him, it was really bad. Uh, one guy that I really like is Alec Burks from the New York Knicks. Um, he did really well in the playoffs. He was their best player. He was their best scorer at times in the playoffs when they were playing the Hawks. He had 27 points in game one. Uh, he's been a really solid three-point shooter. He's always been a good six-man off the bench. He's been a um, secondary ball handler as well. I think he's a guy that can score and defend. Um, if he doesn't start on the Wizards, he could definitely come off the bench and provide a spark for the roster, and he shouldn't cost that much. Uh, he was on a team-friendly deal for the New York Knicks, and I think he should definitely be under the mid-level exception this year. Another guy I like is Nicholas Batum for the Clippers, uh, another team-friendly guy. He was on a veteran minimum this year, played for France, beat USA the other day, 32 years old, eight points per game and 40% from the three. And then I would like to see Jeff Green back in D.C. on a team. He's on a veteran minimum as well for the Nets, so I think he would be a, a cheap team-friendly team deal as well. Uh, shooting okay. 41% from the three, and, you know, he has monster dunks. Did play with Russell Westbrook in OKC. Did play with Russell Westbrook and uh, with the Rockets in Houston as well. So he can shoot, and he had a heck of a game with the Nets when uh, James Harden got hurt and Kyrie didn't yeah. play, and he hit about eight threes when Kevin Durant had that crazy 50-burger game. So those are three guys that I'm looking at right now i like it i like it um definitely agree with all of those now uh just to make sure our our listeners know so like like uh as said earlier we have the non-taxpayer mid-level exceptions nine and a half million dollars and we could do a maximum of four years that one's that one's four then we have the biannual exception it's two years and it's 3.7 million dollars i believe um and so that's that's what so when we're saying all this we're trying to do yeah, that's right 3.7 million two years so that's we're trying to fit so if you guys are thinking like well shoot we want i don't know he's like at the top of the list we want Kawhi leonard <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> we can't afford Kawhi leonard um so that's what we're talking about so uh one of the people i have is frank nilakina okay so look, i like frank nilakina i think he makes sense look he's six four six five he's really long has a good wingspan and he is an outstanding defender. I, I do believe um, 
in a couple of years, he's going to be known as one of the best defenders in the league. That's how good he is at defense, uh, in my opinion, as far as being on the perimeter. Uh, so uh, I think uh, Frank Lakeen would be a great addition, especially coming off the bench. I, Frank Lakeen is the type of player you want next to Russell Westbrook. He can put the ball on the floor, make his own plays sometimes as well. Um, and he, last season, he shot over 40% from three, although on only 1.7 attempts. Um, so we don't know if that's a fluke or not, or if he just got better. I, look, I don't think he's going to shoot 41. percent um, yeah, But if he shoots around, yeah, if he shoots around 37, 38, 36, then you can put him at the Russell Westbrook, and he's at least respectable, and he's a great defender. But guys, look, Russell Westbrook had so much success with Andre Robertson next to him because he's an elite defender. He can cover up mistakes that Russell Westbrook or anyone else makes um, on the perimeter, and so I think. Franklin Aquino just makes sense, especially knowing he's going to be in that second unit with Russell Westbrook. Um, so that that's definitely like I, I am all in on Frank Aquino uh, in D.C. Uh, people might get frustrated with the shooting sometimes, but he's also just not a standstill person. He can put the ball on the floor. He can create his own shot, create for others. He's a great defender. Uh, he's a first-round eighth pick for a reason. He's really good. Uh, and then, um, then, then I think Tim Hardaway Jr. Look, look, we can't really afford Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, it would have to be like a sign and trade, but it's definitely someone I would think of. Look, I would rather have Tim Hardaway Jr. on the Washington Wizards, and I know people are going to crucify me for this, than Christophe Porzingis. <laughs> no, I think I a lot of people are, are agree with you on that, especially how injury-prone Christophe has been and how bad he was. Even though Christophe's – he's better than what he played. Everybody knows that. Yes. You know, he can be an all-star in this league. He has to get more touches and be more consistent. So that playoff series is not the Chris Tapps that we all know. He, he's a lot better than what he played in that series. He just doesn't get along with Luka. I think he needs to change the scenery. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, so definitely. I, um, man, I can get into the Chris Stop and Luka thing forever, but I won't do that. Uh, I think he does need to change the scenery, and I think he isn't properly utilized in Dallas. Um, and that's on him, that's on Luka, and that's on – well, former coach Carlisle, but um, yeah. So I think I just, that's just me. I, I just think that uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. just makes sense. Uh, he can play a little bit of defense. Uh, he can rebound a little bit. Uh, he can, he can stroke the three. Uh, he can also put the ball on the floor. He just, uh, one of those players I think makes sense. Um, I think he's about six, five, two. Uh, he's not short. He's long. Um and so when, when I make the selections, like I said, we're trying to fit him in the biannual or the mid-level exception. Um, and, and he would have to be a sign and trade. But he's a person I think makes sense next to Beal. In, in the Beal-only lineups, he makes sense. In the Russ-only lineups, he makes sense. Same with Frank Nilakina. Uh, they just make sense next to those guys. Um, so that's, that, that's who I think. Those are two players I will look for as far as three and D. Um, that we can realistically afford. And again, I know you're going to bring it up. I know everyone wants DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think he's going to make an excess of $20 million, don't you think? Yeah, he was, at, he was on the Shannon Sharp show where he got interviewed and he said he would take um, less money to win a ring. So we'll see. That's true. Uh, there were reports that he is interested in joining the Washington Wizards. So it's a lot of we'll see. You know, Monday will tell. So, I mean, he, he's an interesting fit because he doesn't shoot threes, but he can get to the cup. He has a mid-range game. He has a 90s game where he just has a whole bunch of mid-range post-up games. And he's a good passer, too. He's not a, not, yes. not the greatest defender, but he can he can score. 
he still scores about 18 to 20 points a game. So he, he would help, in my opinion. Honorable mention for me is, like, Josh Richardson from the Mavericks. You have to sign a trade for him. I do like Norman Powell. and uh, okay. I do like Norman Powell. He's traded to the Blazers. And Will Barton played for the Nuggets before with uh, Wes Ensel Jr. last year. He opted out of, out of his deal. He w- he's going to get a lot of money. So we would, ha- we would have to do a sign and trade, maybe like ship Bertans, uh, trade Bertans and somebody else with or, – or in a pick for Will Barton, which would, would be a lot for guys like that. Um, so the Wizards, are just, they're just in a tough spot. We really are. Um, Garrett Temple is another cheap guy we could bring in on a one-year deal. Okay. And uh, Josh Hart, who's from Washington, D.C., you know, from the Pelicans, played for the Lakers. You know, he's a guy that I think we could try to bring in too. Okay, okay. I like it. So, so just for fun, if we had to pick one person we thought is going to be signed by the Washington Wizards free agent, what, of the of people we named, what's the one person you think has the best chance, not counting Garrison Matthews, because obviously he's already in D.C.? Right. That's a good question. Um, uh, you never know what the Wizards are going to do. We, we signed some of the most random guys, like Robin Lopez. I would have never guessed that last year. Uh, out, of, out of this list, I might go with Will Barton just because of the West Unsell Jr. connection. You know, we like to we not, we like to bring in players that we know and that we're familiar with. We like the Nuggets players. We like the Nuggets coaches. Apparently, with West Unsell, uh, Tim Conley is the GM over there too. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with Will Barton. I think we might try to do a sign and trading at Will Barton. Okay, I like it. I like it. That's my bold prediction. Bold prediction, Will Barton will be in D.C. So, guys, look, look, guys, we appreciate you guys listening to the Locked On Wizards podcast. Do me a favor. Head to at Locked On Wizards on Twitter. You tell us who you think has the best chance to be signed by the Washington Wizards. If you have to pick one free agent, choose the one you think is definitely going to get signed by the Washington Wizards. It'd be in D.C. when training camp opens. Do that um, so we can converse with you guys so we can talk to you guys. But, guys, right here is where we'll break things. We appreciate you guys listening. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we have – there's a uh, press conference. Looks like the Washington Wizards are going to address everyone right before the draft. So, make sure you guys check that out. But, guys, first, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Ryan Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. It's the perfect way to get ready for the NBA draft. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on our new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Guys, we appreciate you guys so, so much for listening to At Locked On Wizards. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe on whatever major podcast platform you use. We're here always, every day, Monday through Friday. We appreciate you guys so much. I'm going to let Eddie plug right here. Yes, sir. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. JD is Westbrook gets a chip on Twitter. And I am EDT3OSFLATT on Twitter. So make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, giving you guys news updates. I'm, I'm excited for this press conference tomorrow. I can't wait. There's a lot of explainers to do. Bradley Bill, I, I, I wish he was going to be up there tomorrow, but it's just going to be Tommy Shepard for tomorrow. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and you guys have a good one. See you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.